Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menunos. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. That's what we do here every single day. Our quote for today, a mind that is stretched by new experiences can never go back to its old dimensions. Oliver Wendell Holmes, Jr. What up, Hill Squad? Welcome back. Thanks for being with us. Today we are doing Ask Maria Thursday. <laughs> I'm gonna be answering <laughs> some of our well. <laughs> I'm gonna be answering some of our Hill Squad's questions with a focus on career. And I don't know why you queens are laughing at me. I'm laughing at myself for my Ask Maria Thursday. I was trying to rhyme it, but I was going to do like a throwback Thursday. <laughs> Nothing was really working. So. Ask Maria Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Well, uh, it is uh, Ask Maria Thursday. We have a lot of questions here from all of you. And I'm eager to get into it. Before we do that, though, let me continue to express our gratitude to our uh, lovely partners at Macy's. If you have not checked out my spring picks, you can go to Macy's.com backslash better together and you can search through. I've got some pretty yellow rugs. I've got some spring fashion. Uh, I've got, by the way, something on there that I need to order finally, and that's the Anastasia eyebrow wax. Oh, that stuff's the best. Do you have it? The clear one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Does it really work? Yeah, it's great. Oh. It's really good. I love it. Well, you know what I love? Dimitri uses got to be hair wax, but it's because he's a hairdresser and it's there and it's easy for him. I don't need to be lugging around some big (laughs) bottle (laughs) (laughs) of hair wax for my eyebrows. I will be 90 and it'll still be full because you don't need that much. (laughs) Very true. And a little goes a long way with that stuff. A little goes a long way. So, uh, so I'm going to order that. That is in my picks. I shop for myself when I'm in there. I just start searching. I don't know if you guys do this, but for me, because I have to always be, um, you know, searching for new things for appearances, I'm always just shopping and harding things or finding things on our Macy's site to, to add in there. And then I'm like, Ooh, this is maybe something good for a future event. This might be good for WrestleMania. This, you know, I'm heading to WrestleMania today, in fact. Uh, so, you know, I like it. I'm always searching. So it's ready for me. I don't want to be in that moment where I don't have what I need or I have to search and it's really hard. So for example, you know you have graduations coming up, perhaps. You know Mother's Day's coming up. You know uh, you have spring, you know, events, whether it's, you know, baby christenings or, you know, whatever they are. So go on, take a look. There's some fun little items that you might say, huh, might be nice to have this in the closet ready to go for one of those upcoming events. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's how I do it. Well, and... Like you said, Maria, Macy's, I mean, doesn't matter the occasion. It's going to have it. So mm-hmm. just if I like to do it sometimes if I 
am not fully into a TV show and I feel like I need to occupy my brain still, I'll get on there and just like search randomly and then I'm like, oh, interesting. And I love the save for later. So I feel like it's not in my cart, but I can go back to it later. Mm-hmm. Just lots of good stuff on there. I love keeping things in my cart. Mm-hmm. Although then you keep getting the messages and you're like, shoot, I got to do something. About <laughs> yeah, <this."> no way. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, we're grateful for our partners at Macy's and uh, you can go to Macy's.com backslash better together, find your spring picks, spruce some things up, make yourself feel ready for this new season. This exciting time leading into summer, and then we're back to winter again, guys. Uh, Sad. (laughs) (laughs) You know how I do. Um, I am thinking ahead now. I'm going to have to start populating it with summer picks because hopefully we'll be able to go on some summer trip in uh, in this season. I know for me, I really want to head over to Mykonos. And when I was watching The Lost Daughter uh, in my hotel room Saturday... It was so cool because it was set in Mykonos. And oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I have to really figure this out. So Dimitri and I were plotting out where we will stay and what we'll do. And yeah. Heck yeah. Oh, Mykonos is insane. Greece is insane. I'm, yeah. I'm coming whenever you go. Yeah. Winnie I and I it. will be coming as well. <laughs> it's the best. I just wish that the beaches were sandier and not rocky. That's my only thing is there a i'm trying to remember because i went to santorini and mykonos and i really don't remember the beach as much is one sandier i can't remember well i've never been to santorini (gasps) ever Mm -mm. oh Oh my goodness yeah i think this will be the first time because i will pop over there oh my it's i mean you can't go wrong Mm -hmm. wow i can't believe you've never been there Mm -mm. that surprises me no i haven't been on that side that much because the waters are really choppy and my friend's Usually, if I'm there, I've been there with them on their boat. And mm. so we usually go to the other side and check out all the other islands. So fun. So, yeah. But Mykonos is a lot of fun. And I definitely am looking forward to having a little bit of that. So let's get into our career questions. Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content, and a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community, or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment, and we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts, that's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. All right. Question number one. Oh, this one's kind of fun. How do you maintain your personal style in a professional setting? Ooh, I like that question. It's a good one. Well, I think that it depends on what you do. If you're a nurse, you can do it with earrings. You can do it with your glam, Mm. right? Your eyeliner, your lipstick, your glasses, your, uh, like I said, your earrings, your jewelry, your shoes, Shoes are going to be tough because you got to be really, really comfortable. Right. Uh, so I guess you're not necessarily going to do that. I don't know. But I see doctors wearing cool shoes. Nurses have to, uh, you know, get a little dirtier sometimes, I feel like. So they're crocking it out. Yeah. Um, or wearing really, you know, comfy sketchers or something or other. So I feel like, you know, that environment, that's how I would do it. If I was... Uh, in like one of those kind of stuffier mm-hmm. office jobs, I would find a way, like, imagine if you're wearing a suit, maybe you throw a fun t-shirt underneath. Mm. Instead of a blouse, you wear like your blondie t-shirt with a black suit. So now, you, you know, you kind of make it a little bit more of your own. Right. Uh, and maybe put on a cool sneaker rather than a high heel. You do a really fun sneaker. Um, I still like the accessorizing in the office too. Mm-hmm. 
the earrings. I think you hit nailed that. Yeah, it makes it it makes it more you. Mm-hmm. Um, your you know, nails. You can have cool nails. Nails is a great way to feel like you have your own personal style as well. Um, I think that you know, even for me being on TV, they were always very controlling over what you wear. Yeah, and controlling over your personal style. They were controlling about everything. <laughs> uh, and so I would find ways to to get to be more me. And then eventually I won out as much as I could. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think it's important to be able to express yourself in some way. You know, Me like too. kids have school uniforms. They're always going to find a way to to do something different, whether it's the socks and the shoes or the hair bow, whatever. Right. So that's my, my answer for that. I like that. It was funny. I was at the nail salon the other week and there was this girl who clearly, I don't know, went to some private school because she was begging her mom to get a French tip with like a color. And she was like, mom, please, I promise if they do it really thin, the like, People at school won't get mad at me. And her mom was like, you will. No, we, you can't. You can't. Yeah. And I, it's so funny. I, I never had that. So I was like, dang. But you did pooch growing up? Yeah, I had a uniform growing up. Like you couldn't dye your hair certain colors. Like it, it got a little more lenient as I got older and like the administration changed. But yeah, like boys couldn't have hair length that was like past their ears. Wow. Like oh, a, boy. Yeah, there was like a lot of that. It definitely as it got a little more progressive. It got like a little better, but yeah, like bright nails or anything that was like a distraction, like you couldn't wear. Dang. I know it was wild. So I feel that girl's pain. <laughs> I was like, that's interesting. Cause I wonder how she does express herself. I was thinking that. So yeah, it's a little sad. Good answer, Maria. All right. Question number two, Maria has mentioned there were times in her career where she felt like she had to shrink herself. Mm-hmm. What are some ways you can navigate that in the workplace and also just in life? Hmm. Well, hopefully you don't have to shrink yourself. Hopefully that uh, we're coming into a time now where we're able to own who we are a little bit more. It is still challenging. Uh, That's why I love getting to explore all these topics here on the show, because we can explore them with experts who can help us navigate it um, and find ways to, to get to be us. And I think part of it, you know, it starts with us, right? It's like, you have to feel comfortable being you and knowing which you to bring forward, right? So um, in therapy, you know, Brian talks about discernment and how much of yourself you're going to bring into different situations, whether you like it or not. If you're front of, in front of President Obama, you're going to act a lot different than when you're in front of Kevin, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> right. And it's, you know, there'll be kind of lowbrow people who will say, you're supposed to treat everybody the same. And it's like, no, you are. But then he also deserves a higher level of respect, Um, you know, and, and, and just a different kind of respect, right? Um, You're just going to be different. So you don't bring your full self to President Biden. You're not going to be like swearing and whatever. Maybe if you spend a couple hours with him, you can kind of loosen up a little, but uh, um Right? Do yeah. you see the difference? I, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You're. Not, I'm not going to be the same right with my mom that I'm going to be with. I don't know Denzel Washington. <laughs> like, uh, I I think that I agree with you. I hope that you never have to shrink yourself. I think that if you are in a place where you do feel like that, then you should get out. <laughs> but um, like Maria's saying, it's it's kind of coming at that with a critical eye, though. Right. It's like, okay, are you shrinking yourself because you're just being, you know, more proper for a person who deserves more respect? Or are you actually shrinking yourself because you're scared or whatever it is? So, yeah, if you're shrinking yourself because you're afraid they're going to be nasty and hurt you and be retaliatory. Right. Right. um, You know, I've had to shrink myself in so many scenarios, whether it's roommates or friends or whatever. And it's not fun. I mean, I did it my whole life. I became an expert at, um, at that. And yeah, it isn't fun and it isn't great. Uh, 
but it's a different time. So Mm -hmm. I think part of it is knowing how much of yourself you're going to bring to different things and then asking yourself, why am I feeling like I have to shrink myself? Mm. Is it because I'm afraid of what the, you know, consequence is going to be if I am fully myself? But then if we are learning to set and protect our boundaries, which we've been doing in the last couple of episodes, um, being yourself won't be as challenging because you're not being who you think they want you to be. You're being you and you're okay with that and you're setting your boundaries and you're protecting them. Ooh, right? I agree. Yep, absolutely. It's, it's not easy at all. No. But the more comfortable we get with setting and protecting our boundaries, this is what I meditate on every day is like setting and protecting the boundaries and owning my value and my worth. And those things go hand in hand. And then I think people are less likely to mess with you because there's a confidence that comes with all of that. Yeah, and they're absolutely. afraid of that confidence. What they really enjoy is the fact that uh, we are timid and scared. They prey on it and we give them exactly what they want. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I'm like, it makes me, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, try doing like 22 years of it. Well, forget more than that, but even just in this industry. Ugh, I know. <laughs> I couldn't even do three. I was like, I'm good. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Bye-bye. Um, next question. When and how did you discover this was your career that you wanted, or I'm sorry, that this was the career you wanted to pursue? I knew pretty young that this is what I wanted to do. Now, this meaning a lot of different things in the industry. Mm. I knew I just wanted to be in LA and I wanted to pursue kind of all of it. I was just excited by all of it. I loved watching Joan London host Good Morning America um, and I loved watching Mary Hart and Bob Goen and all of them host, you know, Entertainment Tonight. And there were so many things that I really enjoyed watching. I watched, loved watching sportscasters um, and, you know, thought that was the way I was going to go. Actually, it was more sportscasting. As did I. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you? Entertainment just happened. Yeah. So, in fact, my first job offer was while I was in college, sophomore year, I think, uh, to um, be a sports anchor for the Nashville local affiliate. Hmm. And so, because they were just getting their hockey team. It was either my sophomore year or junior year. I can't remember now. I think it was sophomore year because it was before I met Kevin. And, uh, and I was like, I, I don't think I can do this. Like, I, this is amazing. This is why people go to college is to get this job. But... I need to finish school. And then was it like a year later? I met Kevin and ended up getting channel one. Now channel one was national huge, yeah. and huge. And there was just no saying no to that one. So, um, because I stayed in school, I kind of skipped all those steps. That's so wild. So that kind of goes into the other question or the next question. Then your first on screen experience was channel one, correct? Mm-hmm. And then from channel one, you went to, E.T.? Mm-hmm. Yep. Damn. Did you, how, how long were you at Channel One for? It was quick. That's it was what like, I thought. I think a year and a half, two years. Wow. Not even. Year and a half-ish. And I'm sure you learned so much in uh, that time. Oh, it was incredible. It was so, so, cool. so amazing. Uh, and then I went to Entertainment Tonight and started doing, you know, all the entertainment stuff. Dang. So this, honestly, you, we might go back to channel one answering this question again, but what experiences during your career have been the most impactful and valuable to your career and to you? Say it one more time. What experiences during your career have been the most impactful and valuable to your career and to you? Well, I think channel one was an incredible training ground because When I was in college, I was studying broadcast journalism and I didn't finish all the courses because then I switched my major over to film. Mm. And so I learned a lot there and I was able to learn on the job, which was so cool because it was like the minor leagues, but like in a big way. (laughs) 
Uh, I was interviewing the presidents and traveling to Africa and doing all kinds of cool stories. I went to El Salvador. So I started really traveling globally and, uh, and covering really important stories. And so for me, those were really helpful in shaping me as a journalist, but also me as a human and, um, and just kind of like cutting my teeth. Was it terrifying or mm-hmm. is it exciting? Or it both? was both. It was really, I mean, think about it. I got the job. I moved to LA. I think it was July 10th, 2001, <laughs> I think, or 2000. I have such a hard time remembering. And I should remember because of 9-11. I think it was 2000. Yeah, it was 2000. And then uh, I land, I go right to Raleigh Studios in Los Angeles on Melrose directly. Oh my gosh. Yep, directly across the street from Paramount, which is funny. And I report to Jim Morris, my my new executive, and he said, hey, nice to meet you. You're getting on a plane in two hours. You're going to DC to interview Lars Ulrich from Metallica about this (laughs) Napster story. Oh my God. I was like, what? I, I... I just flew cross country in, yep, now you're going back cross country. Okay, cool. Let's go. Went home, packed my bag, got on the plane. Wow. (laughs) And I was in DC in hours interviewing Lars Ulrich. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's Mm -hmm. really cool. Yeah. It was pretty exciting. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, For a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus, having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully, our jobs and everything in between. But it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. So what advice, Maria, would you give to someone in your shoes or who is starting out in a similar career slash field? I think you have to try everything, be open to everything, say yes to everything. It's like building blocks. It's one yes leads to the next, leads to the next, leads to the next. You never know who you're going to meet. You never know who you're going to impress. Um, And so for me, it started when I was like 14 after doing my first pageant and meeting Claire Williams and Lori Clementi at Barbizon who started putting me out on little modeling jobs and I would do all these little jobs and one would pile on the other by the way one of them was fragrance spritzing at Macy's (laughs) for $20 an hour I was like okay I'll do it Um, I did in-store mannequin modeling for like Liz Claiborne and some other brands where I would literally for hours not move. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, what does that entail? Can you, you explain a little stare there? Right? You, you just I would go there in the Chestnut Hill Mall in Massachusetts, and I would dress up in an outfit, and I would mannequin, and oh then god. like every so every couple hours or whatever they would move you, but you literally couldn't move. You would have to fake like you were a mannequin. Were you like in the display window? Or yeah, in the store. Oh my goodness! Dead. Yeah. 
Yeah. In the display window, sometimes in the store, like right where they would put a mannequin, let's say. And my mom would just like hang out at the mall and wait for me. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. Was... And I would get so bored. Yeah. Well, that'd be really you're... hard to stand did, still. Listen, did... I got to make the money. True that. Uh, you'll do whatever you can. That's a clean job to do. And we had done some dirty jobs. Very so true. $20 an hour was huge. Wow. Did people like, were they confused? Like, did they ever try to like go up and like poke you to see if you're real? <laughs> like, I'm I'm really interested in this. Who's just um, like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. People definitely would come up close and I would just play it so much harder. I just would not move. <laughs> Damn. Wow. But it's an, a more upscale crowd that's going in there. It was, you know, Chestnut Hill Mall is like very ritzy, let's say. Mm-hmm. So they would hire people to go do this. And I was one of those people. So I always just say it's a series of, you know, little small steps forward. And then I would do like a fashion show. And then I would do, you know, whatever it was. And I was just building and building and building. And, um, you know, I wasn't afraid to work for free and and, you know... I did that with Kevin, and then from there, everything took off. I love your advice on not saying, uh, or just saying yes to. I feel like that was one of the things that got me to hear. I was just like, yep, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Awesome. Where are we going? Yep. Yeah. I think that's huge. Yeah. Um, ooh, this one's a good one. What is something you wish you could tell your younger self? Calm down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You know, people always would say it'll all work out. I'm like, it won't. Oh my God, it won't. Unless I make it work. <laughs> really? Yes. That surprises me. Yeah. Well, it took a long time and now it's like, yeah, it's all going to work out. It really does. Wow. It all works out. Um, but it doesn't work out if you weren't going to put the work in. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's what bothered me is it was always like people who were a little lazy um, that would say it, but if it's like somebody who really has it together and is like, it's all going to work out, it's all going to work out. One of the biggest things is we all think that we have to do everything today. Yeah. And there's a word called prioritizing for a reason. You're not going to be able to do everything today. And the sun does come up tomorrow. And I know after having brain surgery, that guess what? You're going to be out of commission for a while and the world still goes round and things get done somehow, some way. So you can stress about it and make yourself sick and get a brain tumor. Mm -hmm. Or you can just say, I'm going to prioritize the most important things today and I'm just going to do my best. And, you know, hopefully, you know, you know, your best is not just being very lax. Like it, it's, it's a tough thing to explain to people because um, the people that want to take it out of context will, and they'll just right. be like, so chill. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, you're working, you know, you're getting it done. You know, you're going right. to do it. It's just, don't be so stressed. And I really wish I had learned what I'm learning on this show every day back then to be able to apply boundaries, protect them, understand that it's not you, it's them, let's say, um, you know, not always being so worried about where you stand with things, like being able to live in your your confidence that you did a great job and not be like, did they like me? Is everything okay? Yeah. Second guessing yourself. Second guessing yourself or whatever the worry is, um, you know. There's a lot of scarring that builds up over the years. Mm. And so then it just leads to so many triggers where you just assume the same thing's happening. And it's not. I like that. Okay, Maria, what is an extremely wild slash unique experience you have had in your career? Something odd or funny or or unusual? (laughs) That. That's it. That's open-ended. I like it, though. That's hilarious. I think hosting Eurovision in Greece. Yeah. So Kelly Clarkson and Snoop are hosting the American version of it right now. Uh, I believe it's already started airing. I think I saw that an episode already aired. But Eurovision's, like, really unique, (laughs) like the question said, and wild, uh, and out of this world. And so the performances, I mean, we had monsters and people flying through the air. I mean, it was like a wild show. And so you had countries from all over the world coming together with one representative 
on their behalf performing. So it's like the Super Bowl meets the Olympics, meets the Grammys. Meets American Idol. Meets American <laughs> Idol. Yeah. And so it was like 500 million people worldwide watch. Oh my God. And so here I am going to Greece because that previous year's winner was a Greek. Her name was Elena Paparizou. And she won Eurovision. And now here I am coming in. I think it's 2006. And I'm going to host in Greece um, this massive show. And so at some point they told me that we were going to come from the ceiling of the Olympic Stadium. What? And be lowered down. <laughs> me and the co-host, Saki Suruvas, who's a Greek singer. And so I was like, okay. It's really high. Definitely <laughs> terrified. And I'm begging Kevin to stand below me so he can catch me. Because I kept saying, I know these Greeks in the, in the control room. They're going to leave, take a smoke break, have a cognac, and they're going to forget me and maybe drop me. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so I was so scared. But that never happened. They were amazing. <laughs> and maybe the smoke breaks happened in the studio engineer booth. There you go. Um, and they didn't leave me. But I was really scared. That's all joking aside. I was just scared. And, uh, and then I also, last minute, they were like, oh, uh, Sakis is going to perform this song. And, you know, somehow then all of a sudden I'm performing it with him. So now we're singing in this, which is crazy amazing. <laughs> and I'm hosting it in multiple languages. And uh, it was crazy. wild. <clears throat> really wild. Damn. I remember, Pooj, have you seen the movie about Eurovision with Will Ferrell? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so Maria and I are watching it. And I was, then Maria was like, I was in Eurovision or I hosted Eurovision. And I was like, no, you didn't. You're, you're lying to me. And I was like, oh my God, that's literally, you've done so many cool things, but that is the coolest thing in the whole world. Mm -hmm. It's pretty insane. It's pretty epic. Mm -hmm. Like what? Yeah. Damn. Is there should, like I one, want you to do it again. <laughs> yeah, you should do it again. Is there like one big moment from that experience that you're like, that was the craziest moment? I mean, coming down from the ceiling is pretty crazy. I mean, <clears throat> between that, excuse me, <clears throat> between that and performing, I yeah. mean, it was, yeah. it was intense. And then also, it was my first time as an adult going to Greece. And so they were oh, so wow. curious about this little Greek-American girl who was on TV and succeeding in America. And their thing was like, oh, she's not Greek. How Greek is she? And then when I get there and I'm like, all I've done is listen to Greek music my whole life. I've watched Greek movies, Greek TV. I speak Greek. It was my first language. I'm Greeker than Greek. Now, my tongue wasn't as fluid anymore because I was older. I wasn't using the language as much. So mm -hmm. it took a minute for me to like, you have to be in it to have your tongue roll real like comfortably right. and not get stuck on words. Uh, so I listened back to some interviews and I was like, Ooh boy. <laughs> but, uh, but now that I have Dimitri here and we're talking all the time, it's like my Greek's like on fire now, but it was funny. Damn. It was really cool to That's be embraced so cool. by them and loved so much by them. And so, yeah, That's awesome. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Waze's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Waze seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code HEELSQUAD for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code HEELSQUAD. Trust me, you won't regret it. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps a bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> 
you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) (laughs) Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Ooh, this one's a good one. Resting guilt. How do we combat the feelings of guilt when we're resting? When you know, and then in parentheses, it says, when you know you could be getting something productive done, but also know you need to rest. Yeah, well, listen to the part of you that knows you need to rest. Because as I said, it'll all work out. Everything's going to get done in its time. But you burning yourself out and dropping is not going to help anybody. Um, I always had guilt when everybody else was working for me and I wanted to rest or needed to rest. So I never did. And that was not good. Um, And, you know, now I'm like, if people don't understand that I'm, you know, 22 years ahead and I've worked 22 years longer, then that's on them, right? Mm -hmm. So I make sure I do what I need for myself um, and I don't, I, I, it's not that I don't have guilt cause I still will have, have it sometimes, but I think of what's most important right now, someone else's feelings about me or thoughts that I might be pontificating about and they're not even real right? or me replenishing so I can be better mm. and me replenishing so I can be better always wins because I know the other side and trust me, you don't want to get to the other side to have to learn the lesson. So just learn it now. And trust me, your rest is important. Meditation breaks are important. Um, 20 minutes isn't going to kill anybody and it's only going to make you better and more productive. I love that. Great advice. Thanks queen. Ooh, has Maria ever dealt with public criticism? Parentheses. <laughs> I really hope not because she is, an, is a queen and deserves nothing less than positive affirmations. <laughs> but how did she deal with that if it happened? Thank you. Well, here's the thing. I have definitely gotten criticism. First of all, there's the criticism that's constructive and helpful. And then there's just the criticism that, you know, I've dealt with that was just launched against me because they were trying to tank me. So... Every time I left a show, they had to try to tank me before I succeeded at the next one because it was competition. So there were a lot of kind of nasty magazine stories that were planted about me to try to sink me. They never succeeded, luckily, but it was really painful to go through because we always think that everyone sees everything and they don't. Now, I also came up in a time when those magazines were really, really widely read and really powerful. And now everything's so fleeting because of Twitter that it's a different game. But uh, it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. There are some constructive criticisms. There's um, someone on Twitter who's, who's, you know, very critical and whatever. And I, I reached out and we we were able to find understanding and it was great because I'll take the good. You know, for example, recently um, it was brought to my attention that we got some criticism or I got some criticism on the show um, with regards to you, Kelsey. And I was really grateful for it because Mm. it just caught me um, not being myself, Mm -hmm. right? Just Mm -hmm. being like, you know, there's, and I think I've talked to you guys about this before. There's like, we're all evolving and growing. Right. So, but it's easy to slip back into old, you know, behaviors. So I grew up with ribbing, right? I grew up with people ribbing each other. Wait, what does that mean? Making fun of each other, being like, when you're close to somebody, you mess with them. Right. Right. That's my, that's where I grew up. I grew up with all boys. All they did was like, beat me up in the loving way. Rag on you. Rag me, rag on me. Me and Alyssa. (laughs) If you hear the two of us, you would be horrified, but that's just how we kind of grew up. Me, Joe, Kevin, that's what we do. And then sometimes 
I'll fall back into those ways. Mm. And it's great that somebody caught me going back into that because I don't want it to hurt your feelings when I'm being silly with you. I think you know my intentions are not nasty in any kind of way. Right. Um, But, and, you know, people don't know what our relationship is like behind the scenes officially and how much I worry about you and stress about you. Well, that's what I was going to say. That's that's it right there. Right. It's like they, people can hear one thing and then not know. And then they're so fast to like almost jump on it and judge when it's like, oh, you don't know. But what you're saying is so true with like, oh, OK, it's, it's like they're good little like like you check me and I'll be like, oh, that, OK, yeah, I didn't mean that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's the thing. So it's like. But it, but I take it as constructive. I'm like, ooh, mm. okay, someone's sounding an alarm. I might be kind of slipping. And, you know, like if I, I, I told you guys recently, um, the cat thing, there was a time when I was like, oh my God, I hate cats. I hate cats. I'm a dog oh, person. Yeah. I'm a dog person. And it was because everyone at that time was saying, I'm a dog person. I'm a dog person. Or I'm a cat <laughs> person. And there was this like war. And then I woke up one day with clarity and I go, wait, I'm an animal lover. I love everything. I love lizards. I love snakes. I love every animal. Yep. Why would I get caught up in that? But I did. I got caught up in it and I just started saying it because I wasn't conscious. So sometimes we go unconscious. And, and so I think that criticism can be really good feedback sometimes to just help check you and catch you if you're falling into old ways that are not, you know, your new ways or not where you want to be or what you're working on evolving. So that's my thought. That was a beautiful answer. Thanks queen. Thank you very much. Checking that one off. Ooh, this is another good, uh, hard hitting one, Maria. How was the adjustment from Boston to LA? We want to pack up our bags and move, but we're nervous because we have solid careers here. Ooh, well, it depends on what your career is. Uh, listen, my move The second I moved to L.A., (laughs) now we don't need more people on the roads here, but I'm going to be honest. Uh, The second I moved to L.A., my stress levels went down like 60%. Wow. It was such a difference. There's nothing like waking up to sunshine every day, the smell of fresh grass, fruits on trees, flowers everywhere. It's a complete 360. And Kelsey, you know, because you also lived in Connecticut, and you know how depressing it can get in the winter. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, uh, I was very much affected by seasons and the darkness and the Mm -hmm. cold. And so I was like, hallelujah. I'm a California girl, always Boston in my heart, but like exteriorly, (laughs) I'm a California girl. So, uh, I loved it. Um, I feel like I'm being called to return to the East Coast maybe at some point. Yeah. But um but I will make sure I have heated floors everywhere. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But um but yeah, I think that if you you know, if you can transfer your career, um, find something that will work here, I don't think, you know, I don't think there's anything better than uh exploring doing new things, mm-hmm. um, trying new things, you know, you might not like it and you might go back. Who cares? Yeah. Try it. But if you've got great careers and you love what you do, you got to figure out a way to get transferred. And I think that's so possible, especially now with so many, and I don't know what you guys do, but with mm-hmm. so many people working at home, Oh my gosh, there's probably, or who even knows, if you go into the office, I'm sure there's maybe some part of your company that they would be fine if you're remote. Who Mm -hmm. knows? That There's always, I feel like, places where you can, like, go ask questions, go, you know, go push a little here or there and see what you can get. And if it's nothing, then you know, you tried, but... Also, the other thing I'll say is that think about what skill sets you have. Like, I don't know what the jobs are. Are you a lawyer? there are plenty of ways to transfer those skills into the entertainment industry. And I'll tell you, the entertainment industry is so hard to get into, but if you're, if you've got a skill, like a trade, it's not as difficult. And also if you're from Boston, you're a hard worker. I'm going to stereotype for a second. Mm. I think, you know, for the most part, you have a different grind that is refreshing here. 
And so I think that um, you can bring some of that energy into um, into a place here. And uh, and by the way, a lot of people don't do background checks. A lot of people don't do their homework. <laughs> it's not what you think sometimes. Ironically, you just got to go in, have a big, happy, like, personality that people want to be around. Yep. Everyone hires in Hollywood based on who they want to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Because we are hanging out. We are working around the clock together. Yeah. So if you have that kind of personality that's magnetic, you'll be fine. Love that. Okay, last question. Tips and tricks on staying organized in your career and your life. Tips and tricks on staying organized in your career and your life. First of all, find a way to get a copy of my book, The Every Girl's Guide to Life. Mm. Um, I don't make money on them because there's no more in print. You'd have to buy uh, a used copy on eBay or on Amazon. But that is how I have lived my life in terms of organizing. Um, I upgraded, of course, and I've figured out other ways since. And that's what we're trying to do on the website is share some of those things, share the things that I love that make my life easier, like that Hulkin bag I mentioned on Monday's show from the Oscars. I'm obsessed with this bag. Um, I think it's so helpful for groceries. No need to lug things in a bag and carry them. This is on wheels. You pull it. It's an open grocery bag, imagine, and you pull it. So if you're somebody that always has to lug things back and forth and you don't want to carry it in a suitcase that you then have to open the flaps and do that whole rigmarole, this is just, it's like your tote, but on wheels. It's so bomb. Anyway, anything like that, (laughs) by the way, that helps me keep organized. I love it. Um, And then other ways that I keep organized and I've shared um, on social media, I think before, I think with, um, in fact, it's probably in an upcoming blog pooj with the um, makeup kit, the travel kit I created for uh, Italy. Oh, yeah. Has that run yet? Not yet. Okay, so if you guys haven't already subscribed to our newsletter, go to mariamenunos.com. You'll get the prompt right when you get there. Sign up for the newsletter because a lot of these will end up in our newsletters, but also on the site. Um, We've worked really, really hard on building that site. And I believe the shop page might even be live today. The new shop page, which is super exciting. It's much more navigatable, which I just created the word navigatable. Yeah, it worked for me. And and you guys will be able to find those things. But I love things that are solution-based. And I love finding better ways to do things. Better, faster, cheaper. Smarter, simpler, healthier. That was always my mantra. Mm. And so uh, that Hulkin bag is really helpful. But we also, I created that travel kit where everything I need is in that bag. So I don't have to be spending all this time every time I have to travel. Some of you have to travel a lot. You just need to be able to grab that. You know, all your toiletries in there. If I'm on the road and something runs out, I make a little note and I put it right at the top of the bag so that I always check before I go on a trip to see if something's missing. Then it's like, oh, I need to replenish the shampoo or I need to replenish the moisturizer, whatever it is. Um, and then what else do I do to organize my... You schedule everything. I schedule everything. Oh, my favorite thing is I eliminated um, having an assistant officially and I Google invite everything. So if I meet someone or someone emails me and they say, Hey, can you schedule this? I'm like, yep, send me a Google invite. Right. And then it pops into my calendar and I'm done. There's also within Google, the ability to send people your calendar and let them pick when they want to meet you. Cause it shares your, your openings. Mm. Um, and Kelsey, that might be helpful for you guys. I like that. Yeah. Oh, it's so easy. It literally, and I, I think Priscilla from forward female, our website designer uses it. So it will tell the person all of your openings and you can tell them, you know, you can have like boundaries. You don't want it all the way till 10 PM You can say, here are my openings. You pick, you pick it as the person trying to schedule it. And then it goes in automatically into your calendars. I'm obsessed with that. I've seen yeah. a couple of um, people, people have used that or mm-hmm. like who have emailed us. So I should look into that. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, there's a lot of shortcuts. You guys, I teach you as many as I have. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't have time to type out things all the time. So I have shortcuts like TK is thank you so much. I say it all the time. My addresses where I want things mailed to um, or if someone's asking where can they pick me up for this shoot or whatever. I have everything that I send a lot 
to people, and you can decide what that is for you, I make the shortcut on on the phone. So if you go into your settings, it says shortcuts, and you can just create the shortcuts. So I try to simplify my life in those ways so that, you know, I can stay on the important things. I love that. I think, too, something that I don't know who I learned this or if I learned this even from someone, I used to have like a planner for this and a journal for that and a this and that and this. And like now it's like I have one for my life and my work. Like it's not. And I think Barbara Corkin kind of talked about that. The same idea of scheduling your social as well as scheduling your like work events and that sort of stuff happening. Like it doesn't need to be all these different things in all these different places. I always thought that was organized and it mm-hmm. was the complete opposite. And it was just a disaster for more anxiety. So I think that you can kind of just streamline it, right? Find what works for you. If that's a written form or if it's on online form and just, yeah, kind of block stuff out, schedule stuff out. I don't know. That mm-hmm. has helped me a lot. I love it. Love it. Well, this was very helpful, Maria. Thank Thanks, you. Queens. Thanks Thank for all you. the fun answers. Thanks for Ask Maria. And if you guys have any more questions, <laughs> you can email info at bettertogetherwithmaria.com. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. They're so fun. I love these episodes. Um, Maria is a wealth of knowledge, so it's so cool to get to hear and pull, pull info out of her. And we love hearing what you guys want to know. So you can email me there. If you're a Patreon member, you can message um, us on Patreon with your questions. You can even DM on Instagram, on the Better Together Instagram. Happy to look there as well. So thank you. Thank you. All right, friends. In the meantime, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Heal Squad. We have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you.